The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With over $500,000 in contest prize money up for grabs, the NFL is back in action, and so is winning season at MyBookie. Head to mybookie.ag to choose from a variety of boosts and free bets and get in on the fan-favorite $100,000 Super Contest, which only costs $10 to enter. Pick five games against the spread each week. Each win earns you a point, and each point gets you closer to the grand prize. In order to get started, make your first deposit over at mybookie.ag. Use our promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN to instantly receive double your deposit. That's right, double your money to double your winnings with your first ever deposit using our promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Wednesday. Max, what's happening? It's a, it's a very sad day. Um, I have some sad news. There's no NFL today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we get accustomed to this this NFL product every day, and it's, it's, it's oh my god, we don't we don't have it on a day, and it's it's depressing. Uh, back tomorrow though, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? We got an NFL game tomorrow. Um, yeah, I, listen, man, like um, some interesting football yesterday the the rams i don't think played their best football at all they still came out with a win uh had a little uh, a little bit of a you know luck with the uh, referees at one point <laughs> i don't know if you guys <laughs> saw that play um you know uh, it's reminiscent of uh, a certain uh, nfc championship game against the saints right uh so you know a little pass interference there but rams get the win uh eagles eagles also get a win staying in the playoff hunt there so We'll see how that plays out in our DGEN ranks today. <laughs> we'll see. What's going on, Sex Panther? Yeah, the, the Wednesday now, because we try to squeeze NFL in, it's for those guys, our DGENs, our listeners, who like that conflict. You like that little Will Baum and Kornheiser, Stephen A. Smith. You like that little conflict. So we like a little banter about, uh, you know, where, why we have so much discrepancy in our rankings. Yesterday was bittersweet for me because – I went undefeated, but because of a canceled hockey game, I didn't hit my Panther parlay. So I'm a little salty about that. <laughs> it happens. It happens all the time. And if you like Stephen A. Smith, turn off the podcast right now. Listen to something else. I swear to God. <laughs> Put him right up there with our love for LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, DGen ranking. Panther alluded to it. I will share the screen for those of you watching at home. You can see it on our beautiful microsoft word template max packers number one tampa bay number two kansas city number three rams number four cowboys number five patriots number six cardinals number seven colts number eight tied for ninth is tennessee and buffalo 
I mean, I knew that Green Bay was going to end up being number one on our list, mostly because I knew Panther was going to put them number one on his list. So that was immediately going to jump them up. But, uh, you know, I, I gave them some love this week as well. I, I boosted them up on my list. Um, I, I I kept Tampa Bay at my number one. I think that despite the loss to New Orleans, I still think Tampa Bay is by and far the best team in football. Bad matchup uh, against New Orleans. New Orleans is just a tough opponent for them, a divisional team that, that you know, shut them out. That's not going to fucking happen again. I don't think that Tampa Bay is going to be shut out for the rest of the season. In fact, uh, poor, who is it, Carolina? Carolina's next, next. Yeah, poor fucking Carolina who gets them. Uh, but, you know, it's funny too is I look at – certain rankings I, i'm looking at you know uh, uh points per minute i'm looking at time of possession but i also just give a look at strength of schedule right the one thing that gives me hesitation about tampa bay is they have the easiest strength of schedule in the league right uh carolina funny enough has has the hardest strength of schedule poor fucking <laughs> carolina but tampa bay has one of the easier strength of schedules in the league and i think that that has to play some kind of role in when you're ranking teams i you know i know we've argued back and forth on the show it's like well you play the teams in front of you you got to win the games blah 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 blah. but then some people on the show who's going to talk next likes to flip-flop on that and it's it's it's, it's, it's convenient when it works for him and, and inconvenient when it doesn't so uh panther you know congrats on green bay barely beating the fucking baltimore ravens this week well you know we we kind of joked the other day baltimore is a two two-point conversions away from being a one seed. And here they are currently out of the playoffs, sitting in an eighth seed. Um, but, yeah, you, you talk about that strength of schedule. I'm, I'm not I, – I don't know. I, I don't know where, you, where we, we're all getting our different numbers. I'm looking at a screen here that shows that Tampa Bay uh, actually has played the hardest strength of schedule of the current playoff teams uh, with a 505 win percentage of the schedule they've played. Um, you know, I do like Tampa, but I, they had to be pumped down. I think when you look at our rankings, if you said Green Bay, Kansas City, Tampa Bay, threw them in a the bag, shuffled them up, spit them out, I'm not going to have a, a bunch of argument. I think there's still a lot of questions about Kansas City, that offense. Um, you know, they they got some fortunate breaks against the Chargers this past week with Kelsey running through nine guys untouched. Um, but it's just so wide open because after the big three, yeah, the numbers are just numbers like Dallas, Arizona, the Rams, Tennessee, the Colts, the Patriots. To me, they're all the same team. Like I, you could tell me one's four and one's eight. You're not going to get a lot of argument from me. What, the way I ranked mine was head to head mattered. So like Dallas had to be over uh, New England to me. Tennessee had to be over the Colts to me. Um, but those are the two of them that stood out to me is Tennessee. I'm the only one that ranked them. And Buffalo is the only uh, team that Arch ranked. So everybody else was, fell into the slot somewhere, uh, and Arch didn't give the Chargers any love. So kind of curious to Arch's take on, on those plays. Well, Chargers, I have the Chargers at number 13. I don't there's no take on it. it's just what my numbers spit out you know and my list is probably radically different from where your your mindset is panther i still have the i put the rams at number one they uh they're the number one team followed by green bay the patriots the buccaneers the chiefs the cowboys the bills colts so yeah yeah, yeah. i i don't like the head-to-head you have to put a team above another team who wins that to me it because max is right matchups do matter for whatever reason new Orleans has tampa bay's number so you can't possibly think that new orleans is a better team than tampa bay can you 
I think Max hit it on the head yesterday when he said New Orleans or uh, Tampa Bay better hope that New Orleans doesn't right. slide damn, into that seven seed. Yeah, damn straight. That that would just be a nightmare scenario. Um, and yeah, yeah, Panther, you're right. I, I refreshed, and and it, it, Tampa Bay has the um, the easiest strength schedule from here on out. They're, they're uh, in in the middle of uh, teams when it comes to strength schedule. So I stand corrected on that. Um, but still, it's it, you you know I think that. Um, Looking at the teams that you, that you're playing um, in this league in this time, I don't know if it makes a huge difference with 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 it because there is so much parity parity whatever uh, Maxi wants to say in the league right now that the difference between I don't know what the the sixth best team in the league and the twenty fourth best team in the league isn't much <laughs> right. <laughs> Like I, right, I'm, right, I'm right. not even, I'm not, I'm not even kidding, right? I mean, like, what, what's the, you know, I, I'd say that our top ten is is pretty good, but I'm, I'm looking at my list, and once it gets to like eight for me, it's like here, here's, here's my, here's my rankings from eight on: Indianapolis, Chargers, Cincinnati, Buffalo, San Francisco, Philadelphia, Tennessee, Minnesota, Baltimore, New Orleans. I, I don't know if there's a yeah. huge variance between those teams. Like I really don't, and and throw them in a fucking bag and have them play each other like you do, Arch. I think any one of those teams could be any one of those teams on any given Sunday. No, I was laughing because you're absolutely right. It goes about down to 24, and then there's a cliff. <laughs> At oh, the tw- yeah, the exactly. 25th down is like whoa. <laughs> it's, it's it's Jets, Carolina, Atlanta, Detroit, right. Giants, Chicago, right. Houston, and Jacksonville. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Because even Denver, like I mean, Denver, Denver's ranked 24th on mine, but so. I'm like Miami's 21st on mine. I think Miami has a chance to make the playoffs. Miami's got probably a chance to fucking win the East at this point in time. You know, yeah. so it's it's crazy. Uh, Vegas, uh, they got to win this week. Um, Seattle, I mean, Seattle is a bad team that I just feel like ran into some shit luck, right? I mean, they had Geno Smith as their fucking quarterback for, you know, over a quarter of the season. They, they, they play, you know, I think about this, like the Rams – Cardinals and and 49ers are all playoff teams and Seattle's got to play them fucking twice. Yeah. So, it's a tough road. Seattle, it's a tough you know, road. Not yeah. fun at all. Well, just like we'd mentioned yesterday as well, the, the AFC, the second seed right now is the New England Patriots at 9 and 5. The 13 seed is the Denver Broncos at 7 and 7. You've got 11 teams that are two games apart with three games to go. And I think that's reflected in what we're saying, not necessarily the rankings, but it is, it's a jambalaya of who anybody could beat anybody on, on any given Sunday. There's three Sundays. We can sit here and argue who we think is better, but when it comes down to it, when it's all over, you know, the head to heads and those final records are, are going to matter. I got a question for you guys. Do you, you, you do these, uh, spreadsheets you do these uh, inputs these compute these algorithms does does your opinion factor into any of these rankings or is it just whatever the computer spits out is what it spits out i i i know arch yours is just math just numbers right? there's just no numbers. opinion at all uh up until about a month ago i was doing it straight up on numbers and then i started factoring an opinion a little bit uh just because i, I, I <laughs> we know I, we know we know yeah, who's just, missing just, yeah <laughs> just just because green bay was re- consistently ranked 16th if i was to run this straight up right now just based off my my metrics uh green bay would be 11th on my list just just on the metrics alone and again that that's looking at points per minute meaning uh time of possession plus points scored um and you do a you know it's just a formula of, of points per minute so so green bay leads the league in 
uh, time of possession. I think they they have the ball 54% of the time of the game, right? So they easily lead the league in time of possession. But it wasn't up until the last few weeks that they're scoring points and their defense tends to score points. So it skews it a little bit. So if I'm just looking at the points per minute thing, which I think to me is one of the, um, in today's modern football, uh, one of the clear indicators of success for a team, Green Bay would be 11th on my team. I've bumped them up to third, right, on my list uh, just because, yeah, that they're, they're an 11-win team. You could argue that, you know, there's a bunch of 10-win teams in the NFC, and right now they're an 11-win team. Uh, they beat the Rams. It's, it's hard for me to put the Rams over Green Bay, knowing that Green Bay's beat the Rams. So I think there is a little bit of perception that I've done in there to to move teams around. But by and far, I'd say the majority of my list is still based off my numbers. If I were going straight up numbers, the Rams would be number one. Uh, they score the the mm-hmm. highest points per minute in the league. Uh, they even when their offense is down, uh, they're still <laughs> one of the more dynamic offenses in the league. It's crazy. Um, and I'd probably put KC a little bit lower on my list based off the the straight up metrics as well. So I, I do I do mix and match once I have that first baseline of numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, about a month or so ago, you know, when someone on the show was giving me shit for Green Bay, you know, not making my list, uh, I started mixing it up a bit. Well, I asked, and that had nothing to do with Green Bay. So I'm asking because uh, Tennessee, Tennessee's an interesting, you know, problem here because they're the, currently the number three seed in the AFC. We know the Derrick Henry factor might have them back by the uh, playoffs, but. Neither one of you ranked them, so we'll kind of dismiss Arch because his does whatever the computer spits out. Did you factor any opinion in Tennessee, and what is your opinion on the Titans when not having them there in your top ten? Uh, they are one of uh, the mediocre teams when it comes to points per minute. So just running my straight up numbers, uh, they they didn't make the top ten. I moved them up to fourteen. So that's what I'm saying is as I like Tennessee, I don't like how they're playing football right now. That loss to the Steelers was a huge fucking blow. In my opinion, they need to get healthy. They need to get Derrick Henry back. And when they do, maybe they boost up on the list, but I'm more high up on the Colts than I am on Tennessee right now. I'm more afraid of Indianapolis and what they can do out on the field than I am with Tennessee. Uh, the Colts defense is is really fucking gelling right now. It's scary. Their offensive line mm-hmm. is brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got the best, healthy running back in the league right now and you know what i'm i don't fucking hate carson wentz (laughs) so i mean there's that i think carson wentz and ryan Tannehill are not too far off each other from talent level or skill set so to me i'd be terrified of the colts um you gotta remember it was about a month or so ago that i i had them in my top five of my ranking i loved how they were playing football uh, I saw the potential with them, so I think it's it's less of you know a slight on Tennessee, if you will, and more of I just like the Colts a hell of a lot more than Tennessee. I don't know how you can slight Tennessee. I know Panther, you're not very high on them. I I say even at number twelve, this is an overperforming. T- I have a number twelve. They're an overperforming team. They show up and they overperform. I mean, they've set the record, the record for most players played in an NFL season so far. And we're not even done. We're talking raw numbers. They've started what eighty? They've played eighty-seven different players. This team has been decimated. Jeez. It's a miracle that they show up and are competitive in every game. Yeah, it actually kind of a tribute to um, Mike Rabel and and that coaching staff to keep yeah. them out there staying competitive. But if they get everybody back, Julio Jones came back this past week. Uh, rumors that Derrick Henry might make it back by the end of the season and go into the playoffs. Um, so Tennessee becomes a dangerous team. And you talked about the Colts. 
their last three games are all very winnable. They're at the, at the malfunctioning Arizona Cardinals team right now on Saturday night primetime football. Then they're home against the Raiders, who are terrible, and they wrap up against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are god-awful. They could win the last three and uh, probably win that division. Oh, very very much so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's, it, I think the, having Jacksonville and Houston in, in your division – um, and you're Tennessee, and you've lost to both of them, right? Uh, do they have one loss to each, or is it just Houston that they lost to? I mean, uh, it, 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 just crazy, crazy fucking talk. And 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 then that Steelers game just really fucking knocked the wind out of me with Tennessee. So I think the, the Colts have the momentum right now. Maybe Tennessee gets it back when they get Henry back. We shall see with that. Um, looking at this list too, like I. Perception, same thing with Dallas, and I know we're running a little long. We should we should, we should cut cut the list off uh, very soon. But but Dallas got another win this week. I wasn't high up on that win. They they beat the Giants twenty to six. Their defense played really well against a feeble fucking offense. I don't know if that defense can stack up against the more higher powered offenses in the league. And then offensively, Dallas looks like they've got some issues right now. They do not look to be clicking. They've got to get some shit together and. Uh, I worry that uh, they're going to get in the first round and get get knocked out the way that they're playing right now and in true Dallas fucking fashion. So they got to get shit right offensively for me to take them more seriously. Right now, it's they're a top five, six team, absolutely, but mm, that's, <sighs> that's that's questionable. Yeah, very. Panther. Now, I was just looking at Dallas's schedule. They they've got to get it together because they wrap up at home against Washington, at home against the Cardinals, and then uh, season ending at the Eagles. So not an easy slate for the Cowboys. Who I, I agree with Max. Not playing, they're finding ways to win, but not playing their best football like they were at the first half of the season. Mm, yeah. Well, we're running long, so we can't really talk much more. <laughs> we'll have a few thoughts about Carson Wentz down the road, I think, because there's there's some there's a problem there. A real mm. problem there. <laughs> All right. Uh, Max, let's take a breather. All right. Hey, let's talk about Odds Jam. Developed by Stanford Engineers, Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify mathematically profitable betting opportunities. They have the fastest real time data to spot discrepancies between different sports books, help users place profitable bets. That's right. Profits average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. There is no catch. Just the smartest betting software on the market. Use the link in the description and get used to winning with Odds Jam. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, NBA. All right, uh, I'm going to bet them all. Just going to bet them all. Panther, you going to bet them all? 
I tried. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm about half of them. Can we, uh, I guess, we'll start off with ripping the Band-Aid off? Cavs, most surprising team in the league this year. Winners of six in a row. Cleveland has improved to 19-12 and 12 on the season uh, with their previous win over the Bucks as well. They've improved to 10-5 and five on the road. Now they're going to head to Boston, take on a Celtics team that is the model of mediocrity, <laughs> the model of inconsistency, the model of disappointment. Celtics thought it would be a great idea to put Enos Freedom on Joel Embiid in their last game, or maybe they didn't have a choice because they have no big men to throw at Embiid. It didn't go so well. And while the Cavs don't have a singular big man as good as Joel Embiid, they have a few big men that will cause havoc with that Boston interior defense. Uh, Boston definitely better off now that Jalen Brown is back to normal, but I still don't think they have enough to match with the better teams in the league. And yeah, I guess Cleveland counts right now as one of the better teams in the league. $10 money line bet on the Cavs. Yeah, it does seem kind of funny to say that Cleveland is one of the better teams in the leagues. But, you know, they're doing what they've, they've done in the past, which is playing really good defense. They, they actually start to remind me of the New York Knicks of last year, the way they're playing defense. They've given up 94, 89, and 90 just in their last three games, holding the Milwaukee Bucks to 90 points. And they're scoring. I've talked about their rebounding. They've got the bigs. They can bang with guys that have bigs. Boston doesn't have bigs. Um, so I don't understand this line. It almost feels like uh, a trap, I guess, to, to take Cleveland here. Boston by six just seems outlandish to me. Um, I should money line it, but I'll take the six points and put uh, 10 bucks on the Cavs. Jesus Christ. It's already starting. Kiss of death right out of the gate. Uh, yeah, Cleveland, man, plus six and a half. I, I like that play. I'm kind of dipping my toe into spreads a little bit more and – I, I just can't envision a world where Boston wins by more than six. It looks like they're going to win by 20, though. So 10 bucks on the Cavs. Yeah, that, that ain't going to happen. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> I, th- I think there's a KOD that's actually going to hit for once. Oh, the the we basketball do, we one's do good pretty with close. The Cleveland KODs. No, yeah. no, no. We do good with the Cleveland KODs. You got to remember, last time we KOD'd Cleveland, they won. It's, it's a while back. I can't remember that far back. That was a couple weeks ago. Uh, Orlando at Atlanta. Uh, Orlando has six wins this season. <laughs> six. Their last one came over a depleted Nets team. Now I am banking on them grabbing one over a depleted Hawks team. Atlanta, of course, going to be without Trey Young. He's on COVID protocols. Uh, also nursing a bad ankle, so I don't even think he would have played anyway, <laughs> even if he didn't have the vid. Uh, Atlanta also missing Bogdanovich, Capella, Gallinari. <sighs> I, what team do they have at this point? Uh, you know, the Magic, I know that they're dealing with some issues. Mo Bamba's out. Uh, Michael Carter-Williams is out. But it looks like Cole Anthony's going to play. And if Cole Anthony suits up today, I think him being on the court and Trey Young not being on the court gives the advantage to Orlando. So you're telling me, hey, listen, eight and a half? Nine. Ah, fuck it. Fuck it. Nine? Whatever Nine. it is, I, I don't care. I think, uh, you know, it's probably going to be a loss in, in my, uh, my, my ledger today. I don't fucking care. I think the probability is there without all those guys for Atlanta. So $10 money line bet on the Magic. Well, and you throw in the fact that these two teams just played five days ago. I kind of have a theory, a, a testing theory, that it, it just doesn't go well when teams play that close together or back-to-backs. Um, where a team dominates the, the second game. Atlanta uh, won that game by 12 points. 
the eight, nine points does feel like a lot. Orlando, of their six wins, four of those have been on the road. Um, so I, I do think Orlando is the play here, but with all those injuries, I didn't want to overreact. So I'm just going to fade this game and lean Orlando. Gerardo wants to know about the under. I like the under in this one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's 219, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 215. Oh, now, 215. I think. Oh, shit. So I, I was thinking I was 216 was the number I had jotted down. Oof, I don't know. Panther, you have a thought? I was looking at it. The thing that concerns me about that under is is uh, Atlanta's last three losses. They've lost three of their last four. They gave up 133, 132, and 113. Um, Orlando's clearly not that kind of offensive team, but if they're not going to play defense, they might be. Hmm, yeah, that's true. I was close to, to going to Orlando. I, I'm not quite there, so lean for me on the Magic. All right, moving along. Denver at OKC. Uh, don't look now. The Thunder have won two games in a row. Can they make it three? No, I don't. I, I don't think so. Uh, Denver coming off that beatdown of the Hawks from five days ago. They they got some surprise bench help from Bones Highland, who is a baller and not a doctor. Jim, reigning MVP Nikola Jokic had a quiet game. He almost had a triple double. So maybe he actually shows up today and puts up a better effort. Almost triple double. Come on, Jokic. Get the full triple-double. Uh, Aaron Gordon listed as questionable for tonight's game. I do believe he will play. But even without him, I think the Nuggets should be able to handle the Thunder here. $10 money line bet on Denver. Yeah, for me, this game is about pace. And Denver's been pushing the pace. And Oklahoma City doesn't. Uh, they've scored 102, 104, 110, 84, 95 in their last five games. It's just a team that really struggles to get to triple digits. Uh, Denver has scored, you know, over 110 in three of their last four, 107 in the, the loss that, against Minnesota. But I don't think Oklahoma City can just keep up with the pace and the scoring efficiency of the Nuggets. So I think they cover that six and a half, ten bucks on the Gold Diggers. All right. Yeah, I'm leaning that way, but I couldn't quite make it, Nork. So just a lean for me on Denver. You guys will cash this one. No problem. All right. Hey, moving along to Houston, heading to Milwaukee. You know, I missed on the Rockets a couple days ago against the Bulls, but I, I, that's not going to scare me off of eyeing up Houston again today. Uh, Bucks, once again, are going to be without Giannis. In their last game, they were humiliated by the aforementioned Cavaliers. Christian Wood listed as questionable for the Rockets with a knee injury, but it does look like he shall play, and I think that gives an advantage to the Rockets here for sure. Uh, biggest concern I have, listen, it's the Rockets' poor road play. If this was a home game for Houston, I would not hesitate to bet him. So here you go. That was a hesitation. And now a bet on the Rockets, $10 money line bet on Houston. Yeah, look, Christian Wood doesn't play it. Actually, not even a big deal. They've got this rookie, Alfred Sengen, who is a points per minute monster uh, all across the board. He passes, he steals, he blocks, he scores, he rebounds. Um, so I'm not worried if Christian Wood doesn't play. What I'm worried about is the Rockets. They beat Detroit, but the three losses against Chicago, New York, and Cleveland. Not only they lose. They've lost in grand fashion. So their ability to lose by 10 points is definitely there. Even without Giannis, this game just scares me to death. I, I don't trust the Bucks. I certainly don't trust the Rockets. I'll lean Houston, but I hate this game. Yeah, not crazy about this one either. I'm le- I'll lean Houston with you. Even at that nine and a half, I was almost there. I needed, I went, needed like 10. <laughs> so lean for me on Houston. Hey, you can get 10. I can get you 10. Okay. You 10? Mm, okay. 365. They're up already? Goddamn. I don't have it up. Let me take a look and see. All right. Anyway, uh, next game up, 
Toronto at Chicago Raptors coming off of a very shocking win over the Warriors four days ago. They have won three of five games. Their two losses were by a combined three points. The issue for them, like many teams, COVID protocols, Fred Van Vliet, Scotty Barnes, Gary Trent Jr., Pascal Siakam, Goran Dragic, all going to be out. And without them, I just can't see them competing. One guy who uh, will look to take it to his former team is probably DeMar DeRozan. He has been picking up the slack in the absence of Zach Levine, adding in to uh, contributing to that Bulls team. Also, Lonzo Ball, Nikola Vucevic, uh, they're pretty good. Not, not bad. Uh, they have this team at 10-4 and four at home this season. You know, if Toronto was healthy, I'd say that there might be some value in betting them on a money line, but with the B or maybe even C squad there, I just don't think that they have enough to keep up with Chicago here. I'm going to have to up my bet a little bit here, so a $20 money line bet on the Bulls. Mm. $20 to win. <laughs> I think you're going to win four. It's four. Uh, I'm winning four. Yes, I'm yeah, betting $20 to win four. That's how money line betting goes, unfortunately. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Look, I think the Bulls win this, but no Troy Brown Jr., no Zach Levine, no Alex Caruso, who's a defensive monster. Um, they Chicago's got their own COVID problems. Not as bad as Toronto. Toronto's pretty bad. I think it's going to be a G League team out there from the uh, Canadian practice squad. Uh, it, this was I don't know why I wrote this one down. Maybe I wasn't aware of how bad the Raptors roster was going to be, but 10 points just feels like it's too many. For a Toronto team, it's been competitive. They've won three of their last four, and the one they lost was in overtime against Brooklyn. I think they keep it within the 10. I'll put 10 bucks on the Raptors. Yeah, 10 points just seem a lot. I, don't, I honestly don't know what to make of it. I, I guess I'll lean Toronto just because it's 10 points. And we bet, I bet four, minus 450 once money line, and I lost all my stomach lining watching that game so <laughs> uh we only got one more game left and there's no hockey so this this is probably it for the day and no college football or anything right this, this is no this is it. nothing all right, all right. Suck. <laughs> wow crazy uh clippers at the kings i feel like my nba coverage today has mostly been me reading off of an injury report but at least for the clippers i'm reading the injury report and it's it's good news because paul george is going to play for them now, granted, he played in their last game and they got absolutely annihilated by the Spurs, resulting in the Clippers' third loss in a row. But I like them to bounce back today. And why do you ask? Well, it's time for me to read off the other side of the injury report, this time for Sacramento. No De'Aaron Fox, no Marvin Bagley III, and no Terrence Davis. So that puts pressure on Buddy Heald and Harrison Barnes to kind of carry this offense. And when these guys have to carry the offense, it's been kind of a mixed bag. Uh, last game, they struggled to score 100 points. I believe they had 98. And prior to that, they put up 121 against the Spurs. So kind of a big swing there, 98 to 128, uh, 98 to 121. Um, I'm banking on them probably being closer to the 100-point mark than the 120-point mark. I, I don't like this Kings team very much. I don't love the Clippers either. Um, that's why I'm, I'm not going to take the points here. I'm going to just bet the money line. So $10 on the Clippers money line. Yeah, the thing about the Kings is they're slightly bipolar in their scoring. They struggle to get to triple digits on the road, but they do pretty decent at home, uh, scoring 119, 121, 105 in that loss to Memphis. So I expect their scoring to be a little higher. The, the Clippers, just this isn't the Clippers team that we've seen, and, and granted they haven't had Kawhi all year, but they struggle to score whether Paul George is on the floor or not. Um, seven points with Paul George, I think, 
they could probably cover it. But at, what I'm looking at is that total of 219 and a half. I'm really tempted to take that under the 219 and a half. I'll, I'll lean the Clippers here. Mm, mm. Yeah, I'm going to lean the Clippers here too. Uh, let's see where it gets to by game time. I, I have a feeling a lot of people are going to be hitting this Clippers line, and I think it's going to, if it gets a little bit higher, I think there might be some value on Sacramento. To, to take yeah, it. I'm seeing it at seven now. Seven now, yeah. Pinnacle went from six to six and a half just now, so it's climbing. We'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that one. Uh, what'd you say? The You like the over or the under, this 219? I'm liking the under. I, I think, just I I th- don't trust this Clipper team to get much over 100 points. I think, you're, I think you might be on to something. I think this is probably closer to the 215 kind of score. Max, what do you think on the total here? Uh, I have this uh, higher than than that. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but uh, again, it it really is contingent upon which Sacramento team shows up. I think the Clippers can keep pace with Sacramento. If Sacramento is pushing the ball and their offense is clicking, I think the Clippers can keep up with that. I think it's you know it has the opportunity though of being a lower scoring game just because the Clippers can play some pretty good defense. And if that Sacramento team is not hitting their threes, then then it goes way under. So to me, I, I have this as an over. Um, but if, if it's not an over, then it's going to be a way under. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we talked about our power rankings. We talked about you know NFL extensively, and we talked about basketball, and we did not talk about hockey. They're on they're on a little hiatus right now. A little break. Yeah, until everybody picks up what the NFL is doing, and just we're not going to test people anymore. Max, that is it. That is it. Download the TGENS app for Android or iOS and listen to anything but our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. No matter where you listen to please, highest rating, come subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Panther Parlay time. We're going with those Toronto Raptors, those Denver Nuggets, and the dreaded kiss of death. Oh, boy. Yeah, we're fucked. Cleveland Cavaliers, put those three together. That'll be your Panther Parlay. Then we're hanging out on Facebook, mostly on Twitter, where if you give us a shout out, we will shout right back. But most importantly, let us know what you guys did yesterday, what you're going to do today, and when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.